you know, we're going to share some practical things you can do. And, you know, and maybe you might use some of these things. And it might seem kind of mechanical. Um, I think a lot of times witnessing is very natural. The Lord gives you opportunities and you get to share. But I think one of the things we have to remember is that we, when we share, we have to keep what we share biblical. Biblical. You know, nowadays I run into a lot of people that have their own ideas about what it means to be spiritual. I mean, if you, I mean, people, everybody wants to be spiritual and that just goes all over the board. You know, but as Christians, we want to make sure we keep it biblical. You know, that what we share is God's word. And, you know, so one of the first things I want to share is this is something um, it I think it came out a long. Well, it came out a long time ago. I remember it way back. Um, I looked up to see if you get little pamphlets and they still have them. But it's something called the four spiritual laws Four spiritual laws. Um, they're very they're very practical. It's kind of a guide. You know, so we just need a guide to maybe help us to to share what it is we believe. And uh, the first law is God loves you and has a plan for your life. You know, somebody might say, well, boy, I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm all discouraged and I just, life's just such a mess. And, you know, it might open a door and you could say, well, you know, here, let me show you this. And you might have it with you. You might get to where you kind of memorize it enough to know, you know, kind of how to share it naturally. You know, there's no right or wrong. But the first one is God loves you and has a plan for your life. And, you know, and then you could uh, the scriptures that back that up are John three sixteen, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God loves the world. And God's plan was to send his son. To send his son for the world so that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And the other scriptures, John 10, 10, Jesus says, I have come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. I, I, you know, that's, that's very true and I think you need to share it, but let me say this. When you share what an abundant life is, I would prefer you didn't say, well, you know, if you accept Jesus, everything's going to just turn out easy and you're going to have lots of money and everything will be smooth. That's not always what an abundant life is and that is not what God promises he promises abundance. Now, it comes in many ways, okay? But our, our reason for accepting Christ is not to have an easier life, you know? And Jesus in one place said, if you follow me, they're going to persecute you because they persecuted me. So here's the deal, you know? And he went to the cross. The early disciples all died a martyr's death but one. So, you know, so be careful, you know, I believe that Jesus does want us to have an abundant life and he wants to be more abundant. I believe that with all my heart. And sometimes you realize abundance comes in many ways. I believe he blesses us and takes care of us. I provides for us. But I think he gives us things that nobody else can give you. He'll give you peace in your heart. You know, he'll give you joy in the midst of a storm. You know, those things are abundant. They make an abundant life. So, so when you share that, just, just kind of be careful. Um, the second one is humanity has sinned and is separated from God. That's everybody. That's everybody. Everybody has sinned and is separated from God. Everybody. Even if you've never done anything wrong, you've still sinned. If you think you've never done anything wrong, you know, you still sin. 
We've the Bible says in Romans 3:23, we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. All sinned and come short. So don't beat yourself up because you sinned or because you're short because it says we've all sinned and come short. Or don't think you're so good that you don't have to fall in that category. It says we've all sinned and come short. I've shared it. You're going to hear it one more time. Um, you know, if I line everybody up on the side of the Grand Canyon and I say jump, we're all going to come up short. Some will look better on the way down. Some, you know, some might have kind of some form to it, you know. Some will look better than others, but guess what? At the bottom of the canyon, we've all come up short, okay? And this is kind of the same way, you know. Some of us go through life, and we kind of look better, you know. We kind of got some finesse, and we cover things up, and, you know, this and that. We look pretty good, but we've all sinned. We've all sinned. And so we're all in the same place. We all need a Savior. And Jesus is the only payment for our sin. Number three, his shed blood. It's the only payment. Nothing is going to reconcile you back to God. You can't be good enough. Well, I'm going to try really hard. I'm, going to, I'm really going to try to please God. I think we should please God. But you're trying to please God is not going to cover your sin. It's not. It can't. God sent his son, Romans 5, 8. God demonstrates his love towards us, and while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were still sinners, Christ died. The best example of that is those people who beat Jesus brutally and nailed him to a cross, at that moment he was dying for their sins. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. I mean, that's... You know, he, that's people that are doing you wrong right at that moment. And at that moment, he's dying for their sins. And so for us, while we were still sinners, not when we got things cleaned up. Sometimes people think that about coming to church. I'll say, you know, hey, you ought to, you ought to come to church or something. You know, you're just talking. And they say, well, I got a couple of things in my life I need to get straightened around. I go, wait a minute. That's against the whole message. It's not saying anywhere that you have to get yourself cleaned up, fixed up, and in a good place to come to church or to be in God's presence. No. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were still sinners. So that's the message that we have. No, you don't have to get cleaned up. And then number four, we must place our faith in Jesus Christ as our Savior and receive his free gift of eternal life. John 1.12 but as many as received the, him, to them he gave the right to become the children of God to those who believe in his name. There has to be faith expressed. One of the reasons there has to be faith expressed is because you can't figure it out. I can say all this and I can kind of make it real plain and make it kind of a neat package, but at some point, you're going to have to accept that by faith. You're going to have to say, you know, I believe that. I believe what God did. I believe that he'll forgive me for whatever I've done. I believe that I can come to him as a sinner because we've all sinned. I can believe it. I believe it by faith. At some point, you just have to come down to faith. Because some people say, well, yeah, but I can't, I don't know, I can't figure that out. 
Or, well, it doesn't make sense. And then they'll come up with some weird thing about, well, where did all the dinosaurs go? You know, they'll throw that in right at the end. You know, you know what? I don't know. I don't say, you know, sort of don't care. I mean, I don't study them, so I really don't care where they went. You know, they're not here now. That's not what we're talking about. You got to kind of go, come back, come back. Here's what we're, we're talking about faith. We're talking about trust in God. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So you can't see it. So either by faith you're going to start to believe it. And here's what happens. By faith you believe it and then you start to see things. Because God does start to do things. And you'll see things in your life and you'll say, oh yeah, oh wow. You know, and you'll start to see things. God move. But by faith we accept what he's done. By faith. And, and that sometimes is, you know, they might have a question. And, and that's okay, but at some point, and you give them the opportunity at some point to say, that's what I believe. At some point, they have, you can share everything, and if they don't receive it by faith, it's just information. Now, it's information that God can use at a later time, so it's not wasted information. But at some point in time, faith has to be exercised. When faith is exercised, the Bible says we're born again. We're born again. We're born again. We're not born physically. We're born again. We're born spiritually. We're born spiritually. The Spirit of God now comes within us. And we're born again by the Spirit. That has to take place. Otherwise, it's information. It's just information. I got a little short video I want to I share with you. It's another just... Maybe a help, maybe an encouragement. Maybe you can see, wow, I, yeah, I, I see that. I could do that, you know. So uh, hopefully it's an encouragement to you.